In Florida Ag and Review for the week of April 18th, we had the latest on Farm Bill talk. Well, as budget pressures increase, so does the scrutiny of Farm Bill program spending. But despite this, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says he's sticking with his original decision to not present Congress with a 2012 USDA Farm Bill proposal. Because that hasn't been particularly successful in the past. In fact, the Secretary says... The last effort by the previous administration at writing the Farm Bill was a disaster. I mean, it just didn't work at all. I mean, we were two vetoes. We want, to, we want to be a collaborative process. We raise questions, we provide assistance, we provide focus, we provide direction, but we're not going to tell Congress what to do because Congress at the end of the day writes the Farm Bill, and we must respect that, and I do. Vilsack reiterates that he believes the best way to approach the 2012 Farm Bill process, which has already begun, is to let Congress know about ideas and programs the administration considers important. And provide the technical assistance for the policymakers to be better educated about those areas. And we celebrated a milestone with the Florida Agriculture Commissioner. Well, we got the opportunity to talk to Ag Commissioner Adam Putnam on his 100th day in office. And this is what he had to say on how he thinks it's gone so far. Well, I'm just enjoying every minute of it. We've got great people in the department, obviously great stakeholders in the department, the farmers and ranchers who work so hard to, uh, to create economic activity in this state and feed this nation. And, of course, our responsibilities protecting consumers continue to be paramount. So it's a great break from Washington. It's better for my blood pressure and my sanity. And it's an opportunity to focus 100% of the time on the great state of Florida. The commissioner has stayed busy traveling throughout the state to get a better understanding of all the industries and issues. Florida has such a diverse industry, growing over 300 commodities. And it's a fun learning curve, but it's a steep learning curve to get your arms around all of it. Even coming from a citrus and cattle background and working on these issues, nothing replaces actually being there and seeing it. And with Livestock News, Randall Weisman had this. Even with exports declining month to month for four straight months, U.S. farmers are still racking up big trade surpluses. And when it comes to beef... The latest USDA export forecast indicates we'll be nearing the levels back in 2003. We're estimating that 2011 will be back to 2.475 billion pounds. We're getting close to that 2.5 billion number that we had prior to the BSE episode. World Agricultural Outlook Board Chair Jerry Bangi said getting back to this point was due to efforts by those in the beef industry and USDA. It's been hard to get back. I think the department has done a wonderful job with regard to the various trade issues that make tremendous headway. So with beef exports expected to near that 2.5 billion pound figure, Bangy looks at USDA's forecast for the other meat exports this year, starting with pork. We're looking at 4.675 billion pounds. That's up 11 percent from 2010. But when it comes to broilers... With regard to broiler exports would be off at 6.55 billion pounds, down about 3.3 percent to be exact. There are some issues out there with regard to that. We, of course, have a smaller TRQ to Russia. Russia has been restrictive in terms of the imports, and there's also been some duty issues with China that has reduced our exports there. But, Bangi said overall, we're looking at a very strong export picture as the total meat export figure is now at 14.4 billion pounds. That's up nearly 3 percent from last year. And we'll wrap up this week with a profitable Everett Griner. Keep reading these reports about how pleased farmers are with those high commodity prices. Farmers I know are, in fact, delighted with $600 a ton peanuts and a dollar and a quarter a pound for cotton. But what the public is not aware of is there's a big difference in the level of commodity prices and commodity profits. Compare today's commodity prices to those of 1995. 
then compared the cost of a bag of peanut seed to 1995. A ton of fertilizer back then cost about $100, uh, closer to $700 a ton now. And if a farmer has to replace a piece of equipment today, uh-uh. Yeah, some farmers make money. Some always have. Some always will. But commodity prices are set mostly by demand. Uh, and, of course, traders on the commodity exchanges, not by farmers. Prices are high. But profits are mostly based on how good a crop you make. What's $6 a bushel corn if a drought takes your crop? Yeah, farmers are happy about high commodity prices. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.